never prolific, but he was always more than that just about his goals. You know, wasn't embarrassed with the ball at his feet. Very accomplished player. Maybe even a touch underrated. Subscribe now to the OTB Football Podcast stream wherever you get your podcasts and download the OTB Sports app. OTB's Rugby Daily with Deliveroo. Get top local restaurants delivered to your door. Deliveroo. Food. We get it. Welcome to Wednesday's Rugby Daily. My name is Richie McCormick and on the way, former Leinster hooker James Tracy on how the province can beat La Rochelle in Saturday's Heineken Champions Cup final. Munster provide an injury update after their URC semi-win over Leinster. Bevan Parsons on giving the Ireland women's 15 side time to grow and her own potential involvement in that setup after sealing Olympic qualification. And a new smart ball is to be trialled at this summer's Under-20 World Championships. Rugby Daily is brought to you in partnership with Deliveroo. Get top local restaurants delivered to your door. Deliveroo. Food. We get it. First today, Munster have given a squad update after their URC semi-final victory over Leinster. Both Ben Healy and Jean Klein will follow return to play protocols this week, having taken knocks to the head at the Aviva. It's hoped the pair will be fit to travel with the rest of the squad to Cape Town early next week. Munster will reveal their travelling party for that URC final on Monday. Saturday's Heineken Champions Cup final inches ever closer. Leinster go in search of a fifth Champions Cup five years after their last and face the side who beat them in last year's final, La Rochelle. While not directly involved 12 months ago, James Tracy was still a Leinster player at the time. The former hooker was on this morning's OTB AM, denying subtle suggestions from a certain La Rochelle head coach that he was a Leinster plant. Instead, he offered insight into where Leinster can improve upon last year's final performance. No, I think they played really well for the majority of of last year's final, and I think more of the same. You know, um, maybe tidying up. Like as I said, there's going to be a lot of of pressure. Uh, they're going to be in the back of the tackle quite a lot as well. They're clever at doing that, where um, the tackler will make his tackle and he'll just be a little bit slow to to roll out of there. And as uh, when you're when you're trying to clear out these guys who are in so fast, Batia, um, Bougarid, etc. It, it impacts your entry um, into the rook that guy on the ground and they know what they're doing there as well like that's it's a it's a fairly common thing in rugby to be clever at if you if you can get away with it so um it's it's understanding that that's coming and been extremely effective at doing it their mall uh, at times was was, was brilliant they did, a few, they did a great play up the front uh in the first half uh skeleton did a good job of blocking Tyke Furlong into the mall and uh, they went up the, the five metre line with Aldred and uh, and Bougarit. Um So like little subtleties, if we can stop those sort of little plays at source and if we can stop their mall get, getting momentum into the game, um, I think we'll have a great, great chance. Uh, you know, we'd... We scored really well, um, or sorry, we, we didn't score well enough in the in the twenty two last year. We we, we played the um, territory game really well, but we probably could have executed a tiny bit better. So just winning one or two more or those moments and um, containing them, uh, uh, containing them all, I think would be a really good chance. James Tracy there. Next month's Under-20 World Cup in South Africa is to see the trial of a new smart ball. Developed by Gilbert and sports technology and data company Sportable, the ball will offer officials immediate feedback on every kick, pass and throw. Using beacons positioned around the pitch, the ball will relay data up to 20 times a second. It will apparently help with determining forward passes, where the ball is made touch and with try scoring opportunities. The smart ball is the second major trial taking place at the Under-20 World Cup, which gets under 
underway on June 24th. The so-called TMO bunker, which gives the TMO time to potentially upgrade a yellow card to a red, will also be in effect. Ireland head coach James Topping has made five changes to his seven squad for this weekend's HSBC World Rugby 7 Series finale in London. IQ rugby prospects Shea Mullins and Matthew McDonald are two of those introduced. Joining them are Skerry's Hugo Lennox and UCD pair Gavin Mullen and Dylan O'Grady. Ireland play Fiji, Japan and Argentina in succession on Saturday. They'll begin the weekend eighth in the world rankings with their focus instead on the European Games in Krakow later this summer. Women's seven-star Bevan Parsons says the 15s team will come good in time. The flying winger was one of those unable to partake in this year's Six Nations as she was heavily involved in helping Ireland's seven squad qualify for the Olympic Games. Parsons was on this morning's OTB AM saying there will be further integration of those two camps in the months to come. This has taken eight years for us to qualify for this Olympics. Like We've been trying and trying. There's girls that have been knocking on this door for so long and then, you know, a programme just needs to grow and develop and people need to get more experience and the girls will have learned so much from the Six Nations and and they're such a hungry group of girls and, you know, it's only up from here. Do you hope that maybe after this Olympic cycle is over that uh, there's a way of the Sevens qualifying and the, say, the Six Nations, for example, not overlapping as much as they do, that maybe World Rugby could look at scheduling to change it so that you can have the best players playing both at different times in the year? Like that would be the the dream, wouldn't it? That you can play both, um, and neither would be compromised. That'd be amazing. But at the same time, I think there is enough players and and enough depth to have two very strong teams in the future. So I think that's something we also have to work towards. Um, but yeah, if, if if that could be a possibility, I'd love that. Finally, Wales prop Samson Lee has signed a new contract with the Scarlets. The 30-year-old only recently returned from 14 months out after he ruptured his Achilles in March of last year. Lee says he still feels he has plenty to offer the Scarlets 11 years after his debut. That's it for today's Rugby Daily. Don't forget to subscribe to the OTB Rugby feed wherever you happen to take in your podcasts. My name is Richie McCormack. I'll have more Rugby Daily for you with thanks to Deliveroo tomorrow.